Joshua Molina, great speaking with you. Hi, Robert. Nice talking to you, too. The Santa Barbara City Council recently voted on a plan that will bring big changes to downtown, and more specifically, the Paseo Nuevo Mall. What is going on? So the Paseo Nuevo Mall is one of the iconic structures downtown. It was built in 1990, and it was at one time this wonderful mall with Nordstrom and Macy's. Before that, it was the Broadway, and it was an anchor destination for people who wanted to shop. It was great for Santa Barbara, but then for a variety of factors, retail declining, the rise of Amazon, and then of course the COVID-19 pandemic, the mall started to struggle. And so the city of Santa Barbara has been trying to figure out ways to revitalize its downtown. As we know, one of them has been to close State Street to allow more bicycles, pedestrians, outdoor dining. But they have this 240,000 square foot property that is basically not used in its full capacity. So the proposal is they are looking to partner with the owners of the mall to build housing. And this would be at least 500 housing units downtown it would be a mix of sizes. These would be admittedly by the city, luxury, large apartments that are going to be expensive because it is downtown. But there will be some that are middle income and a few that are below market classified as low income. They don't know the exact mix, but the idea is if they can bring housing downtown that that will instantly create this vibrancy because you will have people who are able to live downtown and shop downtown. They can go to retail outlets, they can go to restaurants, and it alleviates some of the pressure of bringing locals downtown or tourists downtown if you've got a built-in population of individuals. There would be a retail component that remains it would be about 40,000 square feet. And so there would be some places to shop. But the big headline here is that Santa Barbara wants to demolish the mall, topple all those buildings, and start from the ground up. We don't exactly know how big it is because there have been no formal proposals, but it's likely to be at least parts of it 60 feet, which no doubt is going to create some controversy among the city of Santa Barbara locals. So yeah, there's the plan to to demolish and rebuild from scratch. How much uh, consensus is there for this plan among the public and local politicians in regards to uh, details such as height and housing versus the commercial and retail component? How much is finalized? Are they keeping the paseos, which are a core feature? Yeah, uh, we don't know yet exactly how supportive of the community will be. We do know that many in the community want more housing, and they believe that more housing will reduce the number of vehicle miles traveled. So people who commute from Santa Maria, Lompoc, Buellton, uh, Ventura, Oxnard, and beyond, that is a lot of time lost. That is vehicle miles traveled, and government agencies are tracking this to say, we need to 
put people closer to where they work. It's just more efficient. So there is support for housing in the abstract, but specifically in this location, it remains to be seen what people will support. There are those who say, great, we're going to have housing downtown. And that's what we want because it will be a place for young professionals to live. And that's going to instantly revitalize the area. But there are others who are saying, we need housing, but we need affordable housing. We need housing that is not going to be market rate. We need housing that is for low-income wage workers. We're talking about the gardeners, the mechanics, the the uh, cooks, uh, the waiters, the waitresses, the people who support the service industry that drives Santa Barbara. They're not going to be able to afford to live in these places because this is the most expensive real estate in the city. You know, that's not on the beachfront. It's right in the heart of downtown. So the mix of affordability is going to be a huge factor that determines what the community support will be. Not a lot of people say we need more market rate housing. It can cost $5,000 for a two bedroom right now. And that's just out of reach for most people. So what people don't want is for these to be second apartments for places that they pay for but don't live in. They have a lot of money, they live somewhere else, and then they have these apartments for half the year. They're concerned about that. As far as building height, that is a significant issue. The maximum building height right now is 45 feet. However, the city council does have the ability to increase that to 60 if they consider it what's known as a community benefit project. They probably will go to 60 here, but there will be people who say that's that's pretty tall and that's pretty big. Of course, we have the Granada Theater and the Balboa Building, but those were built decades ago, and so they're sort of grandfathered in. But it remains to be seen what the community pushback is. Everybody wants housing, but few people want housing near them, and even fewer people want housing that's going to be out of reach in terms of affordability for most working professionals, middle-income people. In Santa Barbara, the median income household for a family of four, so two parents, two kids, is about $108,000. And you would not be able to afford a $5,000 apartment on that kind of an income. What is the time frame for this project? And then are there any uh, bureaucratic barriers for the project? Uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of issues here. The city of Santa Barbara is looking to enter a, an agreement with the developer. And so the mall has sort of this weird ownership. It used to be owned by a mall retail company. They couldn't make their payments. So the investment company that loaned the money to the mall took it back. And so now they, they have this mall, but they're not in the business of running malls. So they partnered with Georgetown Development, and they are the developers who are going to build out this mall. The city of Santa Barbara owns the land. So everybody has a stake in this, the investment company, the developer, and the city of Santa Barbara. They've all got to come to an agreement on what is going to work there. And so that's going to take some time. In addition to that, 
we need to have these community hearings. There may be a need for an environmental impact report because there's going to be demolition of these buildings. The earliest that I have heard is that it would take two years for all of the approvals to be locked in and all the public hearings. And then from there, demolition and building. So it would be, you know, four years before anything would happen here at its best. Now, if there are lawsuits, if if the city tries to say, we're not going to do an environmental impact report because they want to move quickly, and then some group says, no, you have to, and they follow a lawsuit, that's going to slow it down quite a bit. So we're talking three, four, maybe five years, best case scenario, if everybody is on board. And we don't know how the economy is going to change, how things are going to turn. So there are always wild cards when it comes to development, particularly with the stability of banks and loans and construction financing. And we just don't know what that's going to play out from A to Z. They're hopeful it'll be done, the planning for two years, and then the build out another three after that. How does the project fit in with the overall uh, vision for downtown? Well, uh, the city right now is closed State Street. It's been closed nine blocks since 2020. And there is a State Street master plan to figure out how to make everything work. Pedestrians, bicyclists, skateboarders, people walking their dogs, outdoor dining, transportation. And so that process is going on. There's talk about flattening the street so that it no longer is a road. It's just a flat sort of paseo area. That is going to come back to the city council early January, around April, and then they're going to have some proposals. The city had worked with this consultant, and they're coming up with ideas for what that would look like. So the idea is a state street that is a carless state street beaming with people, bikes, outdoor dining, and then maybe if they can figure it out, and this has been one of the flashpoints, is transportation is should there be a trolley should there be a bus should there be golf carts to take people around the the senior community the people with uh, who have disabilities they say state street's not comfortable for them because there's so much chaos with these electric bikes so the city's trying to figure out if there's sort of a low level transportation opportunity for people who don't want to walk downtown but for example want to get to a movie or get to a theater show or get to outdoor dining but not have to navigate walking in the middle of the street and so that plan they hope coincides with the Paseo Nuevo plan so we create this urban core that is a place for vibrancy and that is the goal whether that happens or how long it will take to happen nobody really knows but that's people's And how does the project fit in with the city's mandates for housing? Well, the city has been asked by the state to find land or zone land for up to 8,001 homes by 2030. The city has the zoning, like they have the zoning. The problem is that developers have a hard time building housing in the places where land is available because in order for them to maximize profit, or as they would say, make a profit, 
because they've got to take these massive loans out in order to finance the project. These developers say they need high density. They need hundreds of units and the city doesn't want to go high. So that is a challenge. But having at least 500 units in Paseo Nuevo is something the city says is great for it meeting its regional housing needs assessment because it would go in a place that right now is commercial where you're turning commercial space into housing and it's downtown and among the places where you would want to increase height in Santa Barbara is downtown because um, that is the urban area you would not want to allow well the cities the council they did not want to allow increased height in residential neighborhoods because that creates all of kinds of neighborhood squabbles over views and lines of sight into the mountains and into the ocean. So the Paseo Nuevo is in sync with the city's regional housing needs assessment mandate. They see this as a good thing. Thank you, Joshua Molina with KCSB News. Uh, this is Robert Stark. Thank you.